Dick in the Garden, episode three. I am here with two artists that I've known of for a long time, recently met them in the past year, and I've always fucked with their sound, uh, the way that they stick to their sound and perfect their sound. A lot of artists out there are kind of jumbled, and I'm the same way, and I feel like when you do that, you can't really like build a fan base. And it's very difficult, but they found a way to kind of master their craft and they do it together, which is odd in this game because after a certain amount of time, a lot of artists just fall off or the relationship kind of gets fishy and ends, but they found a way to kind of navigate music together. I'm with Freddie Stone and Ramos himself. What's good, guys? What's What's going on? Cracking dog, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's get it started. Where did you guys start this? Um, I known this dude since the fourth grade. Right. Uh, I started writing raps, and he was just the only other kid that rapped. Right. So it was just natural, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, been like that ever since. Now you guys are from Garfield, New Jersey, both of you, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Are sir. you guys born and raised there? I was born in Hackensack, but. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Coming up, what what gets you guys into the idea of writing raps and becoming a rapper? <coughs> Why was that the dream? Mm, I would probably say, I mean, I would definitely say it was like the influence of the, uh, of the bigger hip-hop artists that were kind of around us. You know what I mean? Like, Who was around at that time? Oh my goodness. 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Okay. Definitely. 50 right. Cent, Dipset, G, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. That, all right, so we, we came up around the same time. What year yeah. was that? 2004? 2004 is huge for me. I don't know why Seven. that year is so fucking big for me. Like when Kanye's first coming out, when yeah. 50's out with G Unit, when Rockefeller's like at the end of Rockefeller, but still kind of doing it. Like Young Guns, all that shit is like. For some reason, that's the year that that I like base my whole craft off of. Fuck yeah, dog! You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know why it's that one year, two thousand four. I always say that that year is like what made me yep. an artist. You know what I mean? But all right, so you guys come up on Fifty Cent, and where do you find the sound that you guys have? Because I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and I feel like your sound has never really changed. It's always been a certain type of sound that you can go back to and you're never going to hear something different and like there's greatness in that so how do you guys come from listening to like 50 cent and like that's more of like gangster rap Mm -hmm. to to kind of i feel like you guys make like a it's like backpack hood music absolutely you know and i don't know how you guys I don't know how you guys do that, but it, it sounds like perfect where it is. But like, how do you guys get to that sound based on Fifty Cent? Um, I don't know, bro. Like, I was just the beach just caught me a certain way. The cadences, just the way he rhymed. I don't know, like, and how we come into play with that. We're not really from the hood, but we're not really from the burbs neither. Right, you know right, what I'm right. We're mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle, like. Yeah. So we like like video games and comic books and shit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how does that tie into what to what you guys do? The video games, the cause 
you could hear it in your sound as well. Like, <coughs> like you guys sample everything from anime to a video game to this. It'll be like a Donkey Kong Even level. And I feel like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you guys like find this these crazy samples that my producer mind never allows me to find. Word. So it's like, how do you guys get into that? Like, where do you where do you find that love for all those things combined? I don't know, bro. Well, I mean, they kind of work together. They do. Yeah, because like I remember being young and playing like like Tony Hawk. You know, even at a young age, I knew that Ooh. that soundtrack was crazy. Nuts. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah. I was finding the music that I liked in the video games I was playing. Right. So it's just something about that. You know what I mean? It kind of just stuck. Yeah. Kind of just stuck. There were certain styles to video games and like you would hear certain things that we just knew sounded I don't know. It just sounded cool. Right, Shit just right, sounds right. cool. I don't know. Jack Grind Radio. Jack Grind you know Radio. Oh What's the program that you guys start sampling on and at what time? Because you said you guys started rapping in around fourth grade. Yeah. So when did the programs kind of find you? Um, I would say we didn't start recording till like later on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were kind of a little young to understand what was going on. Right. But like we started off pretty much recording on like super cheap. Jam tracks, Jam, bro. It was like, this program called Jam Tracks. It was just on a disc. Right. And I would go to this guy's house. He had it. He had a mic. You know what I'm saying? A little mic like Plugged this. Plugged straight into the desktop. Plugged straight into yeah, the yeah. computer. No, like, no gain staging. You no. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just like, we didn't understand that stuff back then. I had a, there was like this weird mic. I had a gateway computer. And there was this weird mic that you like Velcroed onto the top of the gateway. <laughs> and dude, it was like, it plugged into an aux so it was like I would hang it from the top of a bunk bed and I would put blankets around it because I thought <laughs> yeah, that, that was the yeah. way and there was a thing called voice recorder on a Dell computer and I took like this laptop and I would just record and every 60 seconds it would stop recording so I'd have my brother there and my brother when it hit 60 he would hit record again real quick so in all the old recordings that I have there's this like cutout around 60 <laughs> seconds but then like You'll hear my words chop, and then it will go right back into the recording. But it's like that type of shit to to come from there and to get to where you're at, where you have actual equipment. Like that's fucking beautiful. Like there's kids that they grew up in this home studio era where everything has been so simple and no, so like word, easy. Bro. You know what I mean? So it's like they can get like a USB mic for a hundred bucks, and it's like they don't ever have to navigate that like weird world of like. I was doing that, hanging that mic, and I had this video game. I think it was called, like, EJ's World or DJ's World, and it was, you could make beats on it. Like, it was all loops, but you could make beats on was it. Was it for PlayStation 2? Mm -hmm. Fuck, what is that shit called? I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, please do, because, yo, it was that game, and I would make my own beats on there, and then I would just run them on loop, and I would record with that weird bunk bed setup, and that was, like, the wave. Like, everything... You couldn't tell me that I wasn't the oh, greatest yeah, rapper alive. At that. <laughs> you yeah, know, I was so proud. MTV Music Generator? Is that what it was? No, there was a game like, there was that game as well. But there's one, I think it's it's either called EJ's World or DJ's World. But there was a, a PlayStation 2 game that, yeah. And it, it was just loops. And I was able to to create beats on there. And, and somehow I thought they sounded good. You know what I mean? And I was like so proud. Crazy I would like God. show my mom and shit. And I'm like cursing at like 10 years old. <laughs> you know? Like listen to this, you know? Bro, we used to take the do-rag, take the two strings, and thumbtack them to the ceiling, and then let it hang down in front of the mic for a pop filter. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Lord. I don't even know if it worked, to be honest with I you. I don't think that any of that stuff did work. Like, I had <laughs> I had the stockings. Like, I, I didn't 
realized that like the stocking was supposed to go on a pop filter. I so I had a stocking just on the mic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like trying, but yo, it's like all that shit is like great because it goes to your story. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Dog. Like, I don't, I don't know what these kids are gonna be saying that they did. Like, yo, I remember when we used to have to record on a USB mic directly into Pro Tools first. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like there's not really a struggle story there. No. It's like these kids are kind of they're coming up and having it great. Like the way we recorded and the way we made beats and the way we did everything was like, like me and uh, Data Mosh. I had him on last episode, and me and Data Mosh are talking about uh, FL Studio, like the demo version. Word. And how like everyone had that program you know? yeah, dog. and that was the program that like everyone started making beats on and it's weird to see fl studio be this like like it was fruity loops it was called fruity loops and everyone knew it as fruity it's loops a phenomenon now and dog. now it's fl studio and like it's the biggest shit out there like producers go around credible producers go around saying that they produce on fl studio and if you said that in like 2008 you were Work, lame. Bro. Like, you had no idea what you were doing. You know what I mean? Like, why are you making beats on that program? Ninth Wonder used to make beats on FL Studio. They used to be like, why? Right. Right, why? because it was, like, known as a trash program. Get an MPC, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all the, the weird shit that we had to do leads us to this point. So it's like, you guys, what year do you guys get FL Studio, if you could remember? I don't know, but I before... I remember, I think it was like FL, FL7. Yeah. That was probably like my first one. Before yeah. we go there, I want to say this. We, Me and him started out rapping together. He's not as much rapping now, you know what I'm saying? He's right. more like the engineer yeah. type deal, but he was always that. We just didn't understand that that's what it right. was. Yeah, right. we didn't understand how to own that yet. When, when did you... All right, so you recognized, obviously, at some point that, all right, I'm more into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or are you are you more into engineering, or do you just not? No, I'm feel... definitely more into engineering. <laughs> right, right. But are you still comfortable getting on a track and rapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say less often, but right. like I always get that. You know, what I'm saying it's just whatever the occasion calls for, really. Right. You know, I could be making a song where I'm like, okay, I have an idea for this. Like, I'm gonna lay this down. I might not even keep it later, but I'm gonna send it maybe to him. Right. With like, the verse yo, this on has a hook like, on it already, bro. You know, yeah, things yeah. like that. So you just play your role. Yeah. Why is that so weird for people to do now? Like, I feel like oh playing your role as as a musician or in a crew, that's like the best way to... Like, for instance, you can have someone who wants to be the manager or someone who wants to be the photographer, but a lot of crews now, they're the photographer. They also want to be a rapper. They also want to be a singer. They also want to be... You know what I mean? Like, the fact that you were able to... Did you have to kind of remove ego from it when you said, I'm going to be an engineer? Definitely. Yeah. And, Definitely. and when you did that, like, how did that feel? Because your passion obviously comes from rapping. So how yeah. did it feel to, to be like, all right, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and be the engineer for a little bit? I mean, it was a weight lifted off my shoulders. I mean, I felt a certain pressure to continue rapping. That's, I should say that first. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. like, I mean, I rapped since I was a little kid. Right. You know what I mean? By the time I got to the point where I wanted to kind of pull back on rapping a little bit, like, it was, it was difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was difficult because I felt like if we were trying to build a brand, we needed more rappers. You know what I'm saying? I was like, we can't do it off one person. Like, right, it feels right. weird. Or like, what are people going to think? Like, oh, he quit. Like, yeah. you hear that all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, I don't do music no more. Like, I didn't really want to be that guy. So I felt like I was forcing myself Yeah. to continue rapping. Um, but it comes more natural now. So I feel like, you know, shit is sweet. And, and all right, you guys, 
you went to school for engineering, right? Yeah. So yes. it's not like you just you just taught yourself and yourself taught like you actually have credentials to be an engineer. Yeah. So what made you guys knowing that did you realize that you were going to engineer before you went to school for it or did you just do it as like a rapper cuz I went to school for engineering mm -hmm. based on my own shit like I'm like I don't want to pay a fucking engineer. Word. So I'm going to rap and I'm going to go to school for engineering so I could do both. You know what I mean? And then like I hear, like I was listening to, uh, I think a Rap Radar interview with like Zero from uh, Houston. Word. And they're like, Zero records himself and then he mixes it and then he masters it and he's fucking amazing. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what? Like, I know a fucking bunch of people that do that. You know what I'm saying? But like, I guess to like the outsider, it's like, so strange to think that one person can fucking record, rap, do We mixing, only see the rap. end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People only see the rap songs. They don't think right. about the process the that goes that, into them. Exactly. Right, but it's like, I guess back in the day, that was different. Like, if, if Zero's been doing right. that since the beginning, then that's different. But, like, for the home studio era, I feel like you have to be self-sufficient. Like, you have to be Definitely. able to mix. You have to be able to do all this stuff yourself because it's, like, it's too much to go out of your way to... Like, for instance, I have an engineer that I, I can mix my own shit, but I feel more comfortable when someone else gets their hands on it, right? So I send it to this engineer, and sometimes, like, it'll take him a month to get me the track back, just communication-wise. Like, like, he doesn't mm -hmm. answer certain texts, and it's just, like, it's fucking annoying, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, I know I could do that shit right, in a day. Right, right, right. I would have had that shit like, done. We went, we went for a, a session a couple weeks ago, because this, this engineer, and he's a good dude, but, like, this engineer will tell us that, like, one track takes two, three hours, right? And I'm sending, like, one vocal line. And Not. I'm like, no, it doesn't. You know what I mean? So, so I tell Doing my boy. too much. Yeah, my boy's like, he's like, no, maybe it does take long. But we go up there, and, and we're sitting through the session. Now, we have eight tracks in eight hours. And he's banging them out, 30 minutes for one, 30 minutes for the, Like, because the way we record is, it's so simple. It's like, there's no way it could take you more than an hour. You know what I mean? But, like... You run into that with engineers. Like you have like I feel like the more components that you add to your situation, the harder it becomes. Like if you have if you have to outsource for a videographer, if you have to outsource for an engineer, and you have to outsource for different artists to get on your shit, it's like it just causes a headache. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like building that all yourself and becoming self sufficient where you guys are able to have your own brand and run everything yourselves, like I don't think, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys know this now, but I don't think you realize coming up how great that is that you guys were kind of becoming savvy and all that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at first you're just like, fuck it, I'll just try it because you think that's how it goes. Like Word, you don't bro. know that there's videographers and you don't know that there's engineers. And, and where do you even start looking for right, them? Right, right, right. With the money to pay all these people, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Especially then, with the studio thing. Like we did the studio thing for a while growing up, you know? Like once we started getting into recording, we would go and find studios to record at, but then it was just like, I don't know. It was at the beginning of all this home studio stuff, you right. know what I mean? And it was just like, why am I paying this guy and I'm not even getting the results I want? Right. You know what I'm, saying? I'm just a control freak, really. Like, yeah. So if I want something done, I just want it done that way. Like, I don't want to have to sit here and yeah. back and forth with you like, oh, no, nah, but I just want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when it comes to... I feel like a lot of the time you're kind of pressured by time when you're in a studio. 
Absolutely. Where you're rushing to do everything because you know mm -hmm. that like, oh, I'm paying for this one hour or these two hours, like the two hour minimum that a lot of studios have. It's like, all right, I'm paying for these two hours. And then like the dude is like bullshitting a little bit and you're yep. sitting there like, yo, yo, come on, like <laughs> pick it up. Like we need, I need reverb on that fucking vocal. Exactly, <laughs> and then you're, you're sitting there mm -hmm. and then when you go home with the project, you're like, I didn't have enough time to, to do any of this like, shit. Damn, I don't even like this. Right. And that's what you're left with. Or you have to pay to go back. It's also the feeling of being in the studio, too. Like, a lot of kids, I guess, because the you always want what you don't have. So it's like the home sure. studio era, I feel like kids want to be in the real studios, right? Like, they, they think that the real studios are super lit. But then you're at the real studio, and you're like, <laughs> like that's not the place for me. Like, like I, I was telling you guys outside, like, I'm not, an, I'm not a great networker, right? And I feel like when you're in the studio, you have to play the game. Like, there's artists that are going to come through, and you have to dap everyone up. Yeah, you got to be like, yo, why don't we follow each other? And yo, why don't we fucking work on a track together? It's like, I don't want to work on a I track with anyone. Shit, People in the studio, like, you'll be talking to an artist you never heard their music before. And you're like, yo, we should do some shit. And it's the fakest shit ever. Yeah, and it's like, yo, yeah. you had no plan on doing anything. You don't know what each other sound like. You know what I mean? So you're just sitting there like bullshitting the whole time. And it's like that whole vibe gets cut out when you have a home studio. But you have to become good at the home studio. You know, there's a lot of no people word. putting out trash music or not trash. It would be good music if it was mixed properly. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are putting out like this, this sound that's like, you know it's bad quality. I'm sure they know it's bad quality. But because of the home studio era where everyone just records and then puts it on soundcloud right away it's like acceptable now word man you guys going to school for uh engineering how do you figure out that did you figure out that the sound that you guys already had was like obsolete in terms of when you guys first started mixing music and then you go to school like were we you guys like we needed to get better right 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 yeah, but were yeah. you guys like as soon as you got into that school were you guys like Holy shit, like my quality is Absolutely. horrible. Once yeah. I got there, I realized that I actually didn't, didn't know anything. <laughs> right, right. Did you learn in school though? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, would I would say I did. I mean, it was the good and bad thing at the same time, you know, because you signed a lot of money away. Right. Which is the fucked up part. Word. But I think it's like anything else, man. Like you'll get out what you put into it. Right. If you have that thirst for knowledge, then you'll get it. The stuff is there for you. Yeah. Where you make the most out of it. I if feel you like. Really want to. I feel like going to school for music, well, I went to Ramapo, and Ramapo's music program was, like, developing. Like, yo, as soon as I graduated, they built, I think, an $80,000 studio. Like, the year I graduated. And I was like, that's how my life works, though. Like, my life works, like, shit, good shit happens, like, right after I leave. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like if there was no girls at a party and I walked out, then one girl would show up. You know what I mean? Yo, that's just God, like... I hate you, like, bro, bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Up yeah. Right after, yeah. And that's how my life just works. So I feel like... In the time that I was at Ramapo, they were still developing, so like they didn't really know what they were doing as far as the music program. So I feel like they were teaching like very like surface level shit. And once I got out, I was like, "Yeah, I don't really know much." You know right. what I mean? And then like YouTube tuto uh, tutorials, like that's been huge for me as far as engineering goes. Like that's the way I learn mostly. You know what I mean? So that's right. why I'm asking if you guys actually learn something because I, like I know in my experience, I really didn't. You know? I mean, I learned. Like you said, like base level shit right. from school. But I needed that because before that, we're just going off the fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shooting off the hip, just like seeing what the fuck happens and seeing if it works. But that shit showed me like how these things actually work, how to set things up and break them down. So it's almost like more freeing in a way. Now we could go in there and do whatever the fuck we want because we're not right. so like just pushing buttons and shit. Right, you know right, right. Hoping that it sounds good later. You know yeah, what I mean? and you guys learn... EQ, compression, 
compression, yeah. delay, yeah, all that, all stuff. the stuff that you need to know as an engineer. All right, so when does your first project come in relation to you uh, being in school? Do you do you put out a project before you're out of school? Do you put out a project because I actually the, put I think out the first project I heard from you. I'm trying to think. Did you only put out singles back in the day? I had projects before, but they're they're gone now. Right, because I remember hearing projects, or I remember hearing tracks from you. I think you had projects out. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I used to put out a lot. Of right, projects. right, right. And I think I remember hearing projects from you, and you were going by Fame at one point. Yeah. Right. Fame complex. Yeah, and I remember you putting out projects. I remember being like, he's almost there. Like I remember hearing the sound because you always like you don't hear it when it's yourself. Like exactly. when you're recording as, as yourself, like everything is. A1. But when, when you hear other people, I was like, I heard your first couple of projects and I'm like, he's almost there. Like, he's almost got it. I also didn't know how old you were. Word. So I'm, I, when I don't know someone's age, I just imagine that they're my age. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> so like, I remember hearing your first couple of projects and being like, all right, he's almost got it. Like, he needs something. But then as you kept on perfecting, and that's why I, I introed with that is like, that sound never did change, but it was the, it, it's like the imperfections just got less and less like yeah, to the point where well. now like i might have heard that project in 2010 or 2011 and then that sound has gotten <laughs> so much clearer and better as time has gone on to the point mm -hmm. where now i feel like there's like i don't think that you have that issue of playing your music for someone then being like because back in the day when you play a song for someone you're waiting for their response you know Word. what I mean? Like if, if I just recorded some shit and I take it to like my homie's house and I'm playing the song, I'm waiting for someone to be like, yo, this shit is trash or yo, this shit is really dope. But like now I feel like you guys are at a point where you could play a song somewhere and if someone doesn't like it, it's because it's not their taste of music. Exactly. But as far as the actual recording or as far as the actual hip hop goes, like it's as good as it's ever been. You know what I mean? At what point all right, you go from fame to Freddie Stone when? Um, like 20, end of 2013, beginning of 2014. Okay. And what was the reason for that change? Um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> just, just random. I really don't know. Like, I think I just got tired, tired of, you know, I felt like I was kind of trapped by that. Right. And then I don't know. I really don't know. I was reading lots of books about numerology back then and okay. shit like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They talk about changing your name and all this shit like that. So that kind of put the bug in my head. My middle name's Alfredo. Okay. I don't know. Where does Stone come from? Um, I don't know either. It's like Stephen King. You know what I'm saying? It just sounds fly. I sound yeah. like I write mystery novels and yeah, shit yeah. like that. No, it's, it's dope. I'm just wondering you know, <laughs> if there was actually like concise thoughts behind the name. But no, Absolutely so. not. Word. Word. That's awesome. I like people that can just admit it. You know what I mean? Yeah, when bro. I first changed, I changed my, I was going by DMB because like the label I was signed to, they were like, you need a better rap name, like DMC. And I'm like, yeah, the fuck are you talking? Like DMC no. is a person. Like it's run, <laughs> run DMC. Yeah, no. So I changed my name to DMB. And then when I went to dig Metropolis, a lot of people, Metropolis was just like, cause we're in the metropolitan area, but there was no like actual meaning to the name. I was just like, I like the way this sounds. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I like people that could just admit that I just like the way it fucking sounds. It just you know sounds what I mean? cool, bro. There's not like a one day I was like looking up at the sky and like a plane, yeah. a plane rode by and it said Freddie stone on it. And I fucking, you know, I just had this moment No, but, um, all right. So you put your Freddie stone. Now you put your first, 
uh, official project out as Freddie Stone, and that's um, the is that Fred is dead or is that Insomnia? Insomnia came out before that. I think that came out in 2015. Okay. Yeah, so I was Freddie Stone already. That was like my first official release as Freddie Stone. And who are you working with when you're putting out Insomnia? Um, I was working with my guys, 19808, Data Mosh. Obviously, you know Data Mosh. Right. had him on the last episode. Uh, Varsity. I don't know if you're familiar with Varsity. I've I've heard of him, and I've heard his stuff, but I've never actually met him. So. Word. So, 19808, Data Mosh, and Varsity, and then um, that's it as far as the producers and myself, obviously. And these guys on the raps, this guy and my homie, uh, Sham. Okay. And that's about it. And... How are you as far as, all right, so you produce a lot of your own stuff or Ramos produces some of your stuff or you guys collaborate on it. How are you when it comes to other producers stepping in like a 19808 or a Varsity or a Data Mosh? How are you with that? Like, are you comfortable having someone send you a beat and being like, all right, I'm just going to rap on this. I don't actually have to touch the beat. Absolutely. Because yeah? I'm always in that mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, beat making and rapping. So Right. To have someone else come in, it just like relieves the yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I'm like, all right, I could just be a rapper for right now. Right, you know one last I mean? job. Yeah, yeah. Do do you um do you like producing as much as you like rapping? Yeah, bro, I love it. Yeah, I love it just that's as dope. much. Yeah, that's dope. I've I've always gravita- uh, gravitated toward rapping, and the the self sufficient thing was me trying to produce, but Word. like that's not my forte. Like that's not where I sit comfortably. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm more of like a, if it hits me, like if a certain sound just hits me as I'm walking down the street and I'm like, all right, I got to put that beat down right now, then I'll do it. But like, otherwise I'm not the person that like sits in front of a computer and actually just like starts a beat, you know, I can't do that. Like the same comes with me with like, like all these kids are like super melodic and they have all these melodies, but like it takes me, like I could probably knock out like one melody per year where like a good, a good melody hits me and I'm like, holy shit, like I need to record that right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like production is the same way for me. Um, you're producing and rapping, you as well. Do you notice that other people don't do that when you guys start doing that? Or do you think that like everyone produces and raps? I mean, w- once I got into, into that, like rapping and making beats, I just gravitated towards people who also did that. Right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. Like, I'm different than these other people. Right, right. Rap. No, because it's it's a difficult task. Like, being a producer and rapper and being good at both of them is difficult. Like, there, you meet a lot of people that are really good at one and they're eh at the other. You know what I mean? But, like, you rarely meet people that have, like, equal skills in both. I got in at a good time because... Like I said earlier, we've been rapping since we were like in fourth grade. I didn't really get good till like years down the line. You know right. what I'm saying? So by the time I was getting decent at rapping, I was already starting to make beats. Right. So it all started to like, you know what I'm saying? I'm molding the skills at the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you'd say that you've been producing as long as you've been rapping? Nah, definitely not. I started producing in like, I don't even know, bro, like eighth grade or ninth grade okay probably and i've been rapping since like the fourth grade all your projects have always been your own beats though or like yeah your I've own your own camp it's yeah. never you've never put out a project that's been like you went online and caught beats from people mm, earlier projects that i don't have out anymore okay but insomnia from insomnia like since those are like the real official releases right. now it's really been home-based type shit that's dope and um 
what are kind of some of the trials and tribulations you've been in in terms of uh, having this rap career? Because a lot of kids uh, coming up don't really see that. And like we were talking about <coughs> earlier, like they kind of have it easier for themselves now where it's like everything's kind of set up. Like, all right, there's there's touring websites where like people could just sign up for the website and they could get a show. Word. And it's really simple. You know what I mean? And then there's SoundCloud where you just upload your music. And then there's all these, there's free programs. And then there's, you get an interface that's 140 bucks and it comes with Pro Tools. And there's all this stuff. Like, um, where do you kind of, uh, I guess like, do you, what, at what point do you get into the whole money aspect of hip hop? And at what point do you kind of recognize that this comes with a cost? Um, what do you mean by the money aspect? In terms of, all right, I feel like a lot, like like I was saying, I feel like a lot of kids, they just don't really get that like this game actually costs right. something. And Word. as a rapper, I feel like we we recognize how expensive it really fucking gets. You know what I mean? Whether it's the engineering, which you do, whether it's the production, which you do. So it's like, are you removed from the money aspect of hip hop because you're so self-sufficient? I mean, not really, because all that stuff was out of necessity because we didn't have money to buy beats from people right, or right. like shelf out to pay for a studio. And when we did, it just, you know what I'm saying? We weren't all the way satisfied, but I don't know. I'm starting to realize that more now with like making merch and things like that. You know what I mean? Right. You still have to put money in. To see any real progress, you know what I mean? Does it bother you when people ask you for a free shirt after you just paid for the merch or like a free? Not really, man. Nah. It's it's not their fault. They don't know yeah. any better. Right, right, right. It's tough. I, I feel like it's tough to to kind of navigate around regular people that not and by regular people I mean like not musicians or not artists when you do have merch or when you do have a show coming up and you need to sell those 10 tickets or, you know, yeah. I feel like it's difficult to, to kind of navigate around that and they don't really understand the grind, you know? Okay. Like I'll give you an example. Like I, we, we made these stickers. We sent out and made these stickers they are really nice stickers. I had like a stack of them. Then I went to like, a, um, a art gallery that my home used to work at. So we were just macking and it was like a party. There was a bunch of people there. So I was giving out stickers to everyone there. And then this one guy's like, Yo, give me those stickers, bruh. I'm like, here, I'll give you one. Like, I'll give you a few. He's like, nah, bruh, give me the whole stack. I'm like, nah, man, I can't I can't really give you the whole stack. Like, I, I need these. He's like, bruh, come on. Like, give me the whole stack. Like, I'll put them on my Instagram. I'm like, ah, What was man. he trying to do, sell them? I don't them? know. I, don't, I have no idea. But yeah. in that case, I kind of feel you when people are like that. It's a little cringeworthy. Even, like, for, for instance, like, all right, you get a shirt made, right? That shirt... The cheapest I've ever got shirts made were $10. And that's because I negotiated my way down to getting my logo put on a shirt for $10, right? And it's 10 a pop. You could tell people it's $15 a shirt. And that's all of a sudden $15 is like the most expensive thing that you fucking <laughs> ever heard of in your life. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm surprised that, that you guys don't have that same issue when it comes to it. And that's a good thing that you guys don't have that. Because I feel like with merch, I've always taken a loss on everything and and even i mean this whole game is kind of taking a loss exactly on shit. Yeah. You know what i mean so you start oh, to recognize that and i recognize that now Word. yeah i recognize it now so i'm not as uncomfortable with it like when i lose money on a show or i lose money on this or i lose money on that like it's just kind of the cost of doing what we do gotta pay but the cost man it's uh it's hard to kind of come to terms with that when you're like 
up and coming and you try, you know. You just have to be a certain kind of person, man. Not everybody can do that. Everybody's not built for that. Right. When I say up and coming, I'm glad I said that word randomly because how do you feel when people say that you're an up and coming <coughs> artist? Um, I am an up and coming artist. So, I don't know. I don't feel any type of way. Right. Does it kind of get weird when, like, all right, nowadays you see these people make music, right? And you're like, oh, how long you been doing this for? And they're like, three months, you know? And they're mm -hmm. a rapper and they're official. And you've been doing it for years and years and years. And, and it's like, you're supposed to be on the same level as these people kind of coming up. That doesn't make you feel kind of like strange that it's like, and not in a bitter way, but like just in a way where it's like, I, I feel like personally, I'm like, don't put me on, not, not for any type of ego reasoning. It's just, there's work, there's a workload sure. that's been passed that I've done, mm -hmm. you know? So don't put me on the same level as someone that started like six months ago. You know, do you feel any type of way when it comes to shit like that? I just care if, if you're dope, man. I don't, right. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you about my little cousin before. Yeah. He's 15 years old. I don't give a shit. I just know he's fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. it doesn't matter to me that I've been making beats for X amount of years. Yeah. I'm just like, bruh, you're it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if yeah. you're not, you're not. Right. Word. Or if it's dope, it's dope. You guys are kind of the hub of, of, I would say that you guys are kind of the hub of music in Garfield. Do uh, people treat you that way? Do people come your way? Like, for instance, in East Rutherford, across that, if you make music, someone that knows me is going to bring your music to me. And that's just the way it's always been because I'm the only one that's, like, been doing it for so long and I'm the only one that's kind of established with it so people know of me in that, that sense. You know what I mean? Where, like, there will be people that, like, I meet them and I've never seen them before, but they're so young and they're like, they're like, yo, you're Diggy, right? And I'm like, I don't know you, but, like, what's <laughs> up, you know? But, but I've always been, like, the hub of, of music in... Carl Stat in East Rutherford, and I'm the first person that people go to with new music. Are you guys kind of that for Garfield? Um, I, I don't think so, because coming up, there was always people rapping. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, even I met you through um, um, Brenton. Right. Right? Am, yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. And you know what I'm saying? He raps too. So there's always been like, there's always been a bunch of people yeah. in Garfield always rapping. It's Jabbar too from Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird because like, being from, we were two towns away from each other, and it's like if I didn't meet Brenton, or like I've known Brenton since sixth grade, you know what Holy I mean? But shit. if I didn't, if I didn't Is know, he originally from there, yeah, ah, oh, and shit. so it's like if I didn't know Brenton, I would have never heard of your music, word, bro. And it's it's strange to me it's that weird. two towns to away, Brenton. yeah, and it's strange to me that two towns away, like I would have never heard of you, word, bro, you know, and I feel like now I probably would have, but I'm talking about at the time that I did hear of you, it was through him, you know what I mean, because he knew of you guys. But I feel like anytime music gets brought up around that area, like there's not as many as 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 much as there's artists in those areas, there's not many that people really like really fuck with, like gravitate toward. And I feel like you guys anytime I talk to anyone from Garfield, you guys are like the ones. You know what I mean? Well, I'm I'm thankful for that, man. I don't get out much, so I don't talk to other human beings that often. That's probably a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, like this is rare for me to be sitting with you right, right now. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's what I was telling you outside. Is like it's it's rare for me to like go to a show, and that's how you know. Like, if I'm at a show that you're putting on, like I really really like you, or I really really like your music because it's like I'm driving an hour just you know Word. for 
for a show of your six track album. You know what I mean? And I was like, appreciate. I fuck with him to that degree, and it's been way too long. Where it's like, how have I not, not met you and I've known of you or known you and spoken to you for the past four years? And I don't. Word. You know what yeah. I mean? That started to bother me. I'm like, and you'd worked with. Foreignora too, who I was also cool with, which is also another weird connection. Yeah. And just goes to show how we're all and, connected in some weird and way. And it's so strange because my, my work with him wasn't even me working with him. It was like I worked with a different producer that collabed with him. What the fuck? Yeah. I worked with this producer named Gamera out of Colorado. And what the this hell? dude, yeah, this dude like sends me a beat and it's it's like him and Yume. And I'm like I don't know either. Like, I don't really know either of them. I'm not, you know, and I, I just get on it. I send it back to him and then he puts it out. And then like years later, I see like you or it was either you or Datamash like retweeted something by him. And I'm like, oh, they've heard of him. You Weird, know what I mean? Bro. And then and then I see you guys talking like you guys know each other. I'm like, what the <coughs> fuck? Like, where is this dude from? You know, and I find out he's like from Bloomfield. I'm yeah. like, and I, I really got on his track through a dude in Colorado. It's fucking crazy, man. So it's, yeah, it's it's so strange and it's such a small world. And like music, I feel like, like I constantly run into the same producers or artists that I've always known from the beginning of me doing this. You know what I mean? Like I don't, like they're still around and like I gravitate toward those artists because it's like anyone that has been doing it as long as we have, I feel like you have to be a certain type of person to do it for that long and stick to it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So it's like, I'm actually, I'm going to, um, Interview him next week. You me? Yeah. Hey, that's hard as fuck, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. He's going to be next week's uh, guest. But, yeah, it's a small world, man. But I feel like as far as North Jersey goes, there's... And it's weird to say because it's like the more... You could talk to a lot of people and you could you could figure out that there's other big artists or other bigger artists for each town. Because it's so weird where we live. It's like everything's congested. Mm-hmm. So it's like coming up like... All right, you might be the best rapper out of Woodridge. You might be the best rapper out of Garfield. You might be the best rapper out of fucking Clifton. You know what I mean? And every town has, like, that one. But that's why I was saying, like, as far as Garfield goes, I've always heard your your name come up. Like, always, from even from the beginning when you're first putting out projects. And that's why, like, I've always looked into your music and I've always looked further into what you're doing because I'm like, I'm like, well, obviously, and, and again, I didn't know how young you were. But obviously, like, people, you guys were, like, the ones that people were talking about. And there's a reason for that, you know? Bro, years before we were recording, we were just going around. Like you're saying, every rapper's from their towns. We would all just link up and just right. spit. And just rap, yeah. Meet That's up dope. wherever. Like, you come to my town, we'll come to your town. Or we all meet at the fucking mall. Right. Or whatever. Before anybody was really recording, you know what I'm saying? Right, we're right. just sh- sharpening the, the steel. Yeah, and that's dope. I, I don't think that that's still around either. Like, I don't think Cyphers is still around. That was huge when I was young. Is it not? I don't know. Like, still, I don't think so, man. I don't. I mean, if they do it, like, I don't hear about it. But like, that was huge when when we were younger. Word, like, man. I feel like like people putting on a beat and like even if even your homies that don't rap would jump in the cipher. Word. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it was just like a that's what you do, you know. But community. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a community effort, and I feel like that's not around anymore either. But you go from starting to produce you get into engineering school now you're fully equipped to be a full artist when all right so you put out insomnia that's your first project that you're like all right this I'm, is a full project right yeah. and i'm serious about this Word. how many tracks are on insomnia um 12 
Okay. I believe it's 12, but there's a lot of songs that are like double songs. Right, right. Triple songs and interlude and shit like that. Is there a reason why you keep your projects kind of short and sweet? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just want it to get right to the point. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I don't want too much fluff. Right. I just want you to like it or not like it. Yeah. So I and just they're, try to keep it they're cohesive. I hate that word because it's like so overused now, mm-hmm. but your projects are all cohesive. So it's like you're not playing one project and the next project something completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, even like the even with the beat switch ups, like they're 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 all different beats, but they all sound. There's like a like they belong together. Yeah, there's right. a cohesive yeah. sound. Sorry to use the word again. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a cohesive sound between all of them. Like even if the drum pattern is different, or if, if it's like a sample or a synth. It all comes from the same place. You when know you saying? sample, do you do the YouTube to MP3? Do you sample off a record player? I do both. Everything. Yeah? I do both. I'll sample from anything. I'll sample from my phone. I got lots of records at home. We'll just go through dumb shits. Right. Find something, go on YouTube, fucking VHS tapes, cassette tapes, whatever. That's super dope. How do you learn that? I don't know, bro. Just like I was telling you before, just fucking around, you know yeah. what I mean? Like... And then once we, like, fuse that with the shit that we actually knew how to do, it was like, poosh, now we could just fuck around. But um, how do I say it? I don't know. It's like organized chaos, right. chaos instead of just like, bloop, 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 bloop. What does this do? Now we know what we're doing. Right. You put out Insomnia for Dummies, and you recognize that the next day you wake up and shit is still the same. Word. <laughs> were, you, were you equipped? Were you ready for that? Or were you thinking... Because, I mean, I've put out projects. I put out my first mixtape in 2011. And you could not tell me that I was not going to blow up off that mixtape. But, I mean, once you you figure it out... And we were talking a little bit about that earlier. But it's like, was that the project for you? That you put it out and you were expecting the, the mass following after? Yeah, I think I was a little bit, like, green to the whole thing. And I just didn't really understand. But in a lot of ways... That shit was a good thing, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Because like I learned that oh, it's not really it humbled you. Okay. Yeah, it's like not okay. really one way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's multiple ways to do this, and it's not just one way. Like you don't just put out a project and like someone's gonna find you. Do you think that like we that. think that way or that we thought that way because of social media? I don't know, bro. I think it's just the way like we mystify the music industry. You right. know what I'm saying? You have this idea of it's so like glitz and glam and like especially the time we grew up we grew up in like the time where like yo i want to get signed super i want to get signed like i'm gonna get signed one day like and then we hit that transition point and then everything changes you know what i'm saying like we don't even have to do that anymore what do we want to get signed for at this point i don't know i don't even know what i ever wanted that's what i don't know why i ever wanted that that's why i say that we mystify this shit because it's just something that you're told and you think that that's the law you know what i mean i just I get like a lot of artists, they have this idea of getting signed and, and it's still that, that idea that we had is still around, but like labels have been shit forever. Yeah. So it's, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know why that idea is still huge. You know what I mean? Like, do people just want the flashy cars and, and yeah, they all don't the know better. you know what I mean? Cause that, that's all just a loan mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like all that exactly. shit from the label is just a loan. So it's like, what, what do you think that you're going after like what do you actually want as freddie stone what do you want for the next level i don't know man i just want to i just want to be happy i just want people to hear my music you know what i'm saying and 
to just chill. Right. Fucking make beats and smoke weed with my shoes off and shit. And be comfortable and make yeah. a living off that. Yeah, man. Right. Okay. So you go insomnia, then you go to Fred Man, right? Fred is dead is after. Oh, Fred insomnia. is dead. I'm sorry. Fred is dead is the next one. You start off Fred is dead with that's the one that starts with an EDM ish track, right? Uh, it's better, actually yeah. the second track, but okay. Yeah. How do you start making that sound? And have you always been interested in, in doing stuff like that? Yeah, bro. I've just always been all over the place, especially we're from New Jersey. Like house music is so big out here. Huge. It's just been a heavy influence on me. So it's just like, I don't know. Even just fucking around, we'll just sing. Yeah. If you listen to that song, it's not really structured in any way. I just freestyled it, and then Eli. 1908 just chopped it up and made it a song, you know what I'm saying? So he actually moved, like, words around? Yep. Or was it... Okay, so it wasn't actually recorded in that structure, Nope, he just sent me the beat. I freestyled it on it the whole way through with auto-tune. And I was just like, yo, listen to this. And he was like, yo. <laughs> and then yeah. he did the thing. And um, do you see yourself... I, I know that you put out a project after that, but do you see yourself ever putting out a project full of... Just EDM tracks like that? Hell yeah, dog. Okay. I love all that shit. Do you feel like that would confuse people that are into your music already? I don't know, man. I don't give a shit. You right. know, like, I don't know. Because I've been wanting to put out a techno album for a long fucking time. Do like, it, bro. I've been wanting, you no, no, I'm probably going to, but it's just a matter of like, like I want to find a producer who I could actually sit with and make a techno project and, and like really like build on it like me and Data Mosh have talked about it and I feel like me and him could probably do something like that where it's like a four track EP and it's Word. but it's still gonna be me rapping on it you exactly know what I mean? it's all the same shit you yeah. know what I'm saying that's why I said like I don't give a shit cause if you get it you just you, you get it you would know that it's all the same shit you know what I'm saying did your parents listen to EDM when you were growing up like their version of EDM my mom had me when she was really young she had me when she was 14 so she's like super hardcore on hip hop and stuff like that. Gotcha. Like I grew up on straight rap music and like freestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Straight Puerto Rican shit at the barbecue. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out to freestyle. freestyle music. That's what's huge for me. Like, like I'm I'm cute. My mom's Cuban, so it's like my Shout upbringing Cubans, is you know is saying? freestyle music, and that's why I feel like I'm so interested in like a specific type of like deep house where yeah, it's like dog. more melodic and shit. Mm -hmm. Because I think freestyle music is like what kind of raised me. You know. Cleaning Besides the house on Sunday, that's what I right. woke up to and heard. Same shit. My mom, my mom was huge on freestyle, and that's why I'm asking. Because I was, I was hoping that you would say something like that. When you said strictly hip-hop, I was like, that's weird, because where do you get the influence Word. for that? But freestyle music, I feel like, is that influence for us, because late 90s, Word. I feel like that's what parents were listening mm -hmm. to, you know? But, all right, so you, um, so after the second project comes out, what are you feeling like? Um, I'm just in a different state of mind at that point. I'm not looking for anything specific anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking I'm going to like, I'm not looking for anything specific. I'm just putting out music. So you removed expectations after insomnia. You removed mm. the expectations. Yeah, bro. I was like the ego death. I just realized that it's not the way you probably think it is. So don't take yourself so serious. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super hard to recognize. I mean, know? so most people would, like, fold. A hundred percent. I think that that's when most people fold. Like, I think I think if you've known artists in your life, I think that it's that first project failing or that first, what they see as failure, 
I think it's that first project and then it's nothing after that. You know what I mean? Word, when man. you see an artist put out a second project after the expectations are so high and then they remain with it, that's when you know, like, all right, they're in this for good, you know? Mm-hmm. You um, put out the second project, Ego's Gone. When do you start working on uh, Fred Mim? Um, well, actually, it was my birthday a few days ago. August Happy 31st, birthday, thank you. I dropped Fredman a year ago on my birthday. Okay. So, like, from then, this whole year, we've just been, like, fucking around, you know what I'm saying? It's been a year that, that that's been out? It's been a year, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Fred is dead. That's crazy. So, I don't know, we are just fucking around. I was moving back between my house and my girlfriend's house, and, like, we just set up in the attic in a fucking corner. Like, we didn't even have, like, a real studio set up. Right. It was on a fucking door, like a door laid sideways. We just put the computer on there, yeah. set up the mic, and did it like that. I bet it looks dope as fuck, though. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> you know? pretty cool. Aesthetic. Yeah. So, what's what's coming from you? Do you see yourself um, doing that switch up where you, you make like a techno album before you put out another rap project? Or is it is it going to be rap? I have a lot of rap. In, in the stash right now So Right I'm probably gonna be Going forward with that But like I just Played you in there You know what I'm saying I got house tracks And shit Right So it's just like Whatever happens Happens As far as features Are you always Gonna stick to the features That you Already do Um Nah I I, I did some shit With my homie Dollar Sign Dunn okay. Recently You know what I'm saying We did two joints He came to my house We knocked two out I just like to collaborate with people that I actually fuck with. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I don't want to like force anything. Do you want them to kind of have similar sounds to you, or do you ever look for someone who's so fucking different that you're like, I want to try to adapt to that? Whatever, man. Like, if you're dope, you're dope. If I feel like we could make something, then I'll do it no matter what. Okay. Being that you're specific to that sound that you have, do you ever hear artists that you're like, I really like their music and I wish I could collab with them. Hell yeah. Yeah. But you're like, you're like, I don't know if it would sound good. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we just don't do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think that's hard for a lot of people to separate too, because like they like hate on all the new artists and stuff like that. They're like, dog, I fucking real hip hop, dude. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, but again, they're just doing the same shit as us, you know what right. I mean? But in a different way. It's strange though, because Coming up, you could have never told me that there would be a point of hip-hop where I would just not like the new shit. Word. And I've kind of gotten there. And it's, Do it's you weird. not like the new hip-hop? I like certain parts of it. Like that, that, Do you like Young Thug? I do like Young Thug. Okay. That Triple X kid, Pass. I hated him at first. Then I liked him because I started listening to more of his shit and I liked him. But like the screaming and all that... I'll I be can't honest, really get into it. I didn't listen. I didn't listen, unfortunately, until after he died. But I yeah. listened to the the seventeen album, and that shit was fucking amazing. Yeah, like, no, he's really good. I went in with prejudice, thinking it might have sounded a certain way, and it just didn't. And it was right. just amazing. I don't abide by the whole like this isn't real hip hop thing. Yeah, I hate that, man. I I, I don't like it either because like I grew up on real hip hop. Like I know what real hip hop sounds like, but it, that doesn't mean that that's the only way. Yeah, bro. You know? It was like music changes. But I still find myself liking an artist like you where it does sound like hip hop more than I like an artist where it's like completely trapped to the point and and all my homies they like that trap shit, you know what or, I mean? So it's like a weird I don't know if it's just that I'm I'm finally at that age where it's just not exciting to me anymore, like the new shit that's coming out. 
Because I like words. Like, I always like words. I was words. just going to say that. I just like people who could rap. Like, right. Young Thug could rap his fucking ass right, off. Right, right. And the Migos, you know what I'm saying? Them dudes rap. That's why I love that shit. Right. And if you... Like, for, for instance, the Migos. A lot of people think that the Migos are like that mumble rap or whatever. But, like, the Migos hopped on an Alchemist joint. Bruh, this shit is... And it's like... They're like a well-oiled machine. That. They're right. three people. Yeah. This shit is crazy. Yeah. They're super dope. I feel like... What what kind of like gets me off is like when when there's artists and not gets me off in a good way like kind of like throw, <laughs> throws me off, but when there's <laughs> when there's artists that like it just seems like they've taken out the complexity of of hip hop. Like when there's an artist that jumps on a track and repeats the same word fucking a million times, like sometimes it sounds good with the beat, word. But for the most part, you like I just look at them like that's not that's not really. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what that is that you're doing, but it's not what it's not really what we did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of throws me off. I want to respect a lot of these artists, but it's like I can't just because I know how easy it is what they're doing. I could always I could read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I could read if you give a shit about the craft or not. Like yeah. But has the craft changed so much that like what they give a shit about isn't what like we necessarily give a shit about yeah sure like i don't know like if you yeah, give a fuck about that's a crazy point you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. if you gave a fuck about shorty low coming up and that was like your shorty low was like your fucking your guy coming up then yeah. then the music that you make is a lot more simple and it's like that's true to yourself you know what i mean like where we thought 50 cent was the guy exactly it's, it's like maybe shorty low and like snap music was like the shit when they were coming up and that was that year that like molded them so it's like that simplicity like i don't I don't know how to respect it the same way that I respect someone who can really put words together, you know? And that's where I kind of get thrown off as far as, like, the new music goes. Like, I know what sounds good, and I know people that can actually rap, but it's like, I still gravitate toward people that can rap. Sure. And there's a lot of artists that I feel like are just mailing it in, and for some reason, that's, like, cool, you know? In a way, it's genius, you know what I mean? In a way, it's genius, like... Maybe I di- even I didn't understand it at first, right? But it's really genius that these artists go in there and not have anything written down, and then just go in there and say exactly how they feel. Yeah, that's another thing. I I'm it's lovely. I'm listening to an interview, um, G Herbo and Southside. They just put out a project, right? And I'm listening to uh, their Breakfast Club interview, and he's saying how like like he didn't write any of the project, right? And he just went in and freestyled the whole project, and how. And the producer's going, oh, um, yeah, when you write, it just sound, it sounds like you're reading. Like, it's not natural. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, that's not true. Like, like, I get what he's trying to say, but at the same time, like, when you can rap, like, you know how to read off a phone and not sound like you're fucking reading. You know what I mean? So it's like, that, I feel like if hip-hop is going in that direction, and there's great artists that freestyle. Like, Biggie used to freestyle. Fucking Little Wayne. Jay used to freestyle. Lil Wayne freestyles. So it's like... But you're talking about like the top guys, like yeah, it's just the greatest at the craft. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know if someone who's not that good or not as good can do the same thing that like a Jay or Big or (coughs) Wayne can do. You know what I mean? So it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know if I necessarily like the freestyle generation of of music where everyone just hops in the booth and just because what what kids don't realize and us as engineers we we do realize is that for that 
person, like that session is going to take fucking three hours. Yeah. Like they think that yeah. they're just jumping in there and they're freestyling the whole verse. I love it from an artist's perspective. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, like, like for, for no. our perspective, like, like, yo, I have one of my younger artists, uh, he goes by, he was Cody Boy, then he was After Two, now he's 20 Vuitton, he just keeps changing his name, but he is kind of part of that, and he's like, he's like, yo, let me hop in the booth and uh, and just freestyle this, and I'm like, alright, but I'm sitting there like, yo, if you just wrote the fucking verse, like, it would take a lot shorter, and like, we'd be able to really like, work on more stuff, you know right. what I mean? So I don't, like I said, I don't know if I genuinely, like, actually like that way of recording, or like, that way of like, Hip hop. If hip hop's going in the direction of just freestyle, like everyone's just gonna freestyle, I feel like it loses like that sense of like inspiration. What what inspires you these days? Like like what music do you listen to? That's like because for instance, I can listen to a lot of music, but I don't leave from that music and be like, I gotta write a whole fucking album right now. What inspires you to you hear it and then you go, you know what? I need to go home and write right now. I don't know, bro. Just anything like. Anything. I listen to records, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll fucking watch a movie and I'll hear some shit or whatever. Or I'll listen to fucking Lil B, the bass god, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about that? I love bass god. Okay, thank I you. I actually do. Like, <laughs> I see, and that's what's weird. That is shit that, opened my mind a lot too. That's bro. what's weird is that he's all freestyle. It's amazing. But some, for some reason, how he does it is different than what's coming out now because, yo, he's actually, he's rapping like full fucking verses. Even though he's saying stupid shit in some parts, he's still rapping full verses. Like these kids are going in and freestyling by saying like, they're like, <coughs> you know, like jump, jump, jump on the whole fucking beat. And it's like, that's not really a freestyle. Like you just sure. said one word over and over. Like word. it's not, you know what I mean? Like the difference, like people can make fun of Lil B, but he's freestyling line after line after line and he's not just repeating himself word and that's why i fuck with him i've also seen him in concert and he's fucking crazy wow like, i I saw him at bamboozle that. back in the day damn and yo like people were just throwing their hats at him like he would wear their hat for one second and throw it back to them and they were like acting like that hat was like fucking gold now you know it's what i mean crazy, it was bro. the weirdest experience that i've ever seen but like after i left there i was like all right yo he's yeah, that dude makes, <laughs> makes, <laughs> i mean like yeah. no, he's that guy when I first heard that shit, it really fucked me up because I liked it, but I just didn't understand why. Did you recognize that, that he's like kind of trolling with that whole? Because he's kind of the first like real troll yeah, in, in hip hop. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. Like, I heard Wonton Soup first, yeah. probably. And then I was just like, this is the most slapping shit ever. And then I just dug deep. You heard Martians? I don't know. Possibly. I got I to play that for you after. It's so dope. That's Lil B. But, yo, what's weird about Lil B is that, like, he was on Vans, like, by the back. Word. And he's the first verse, and it's completely coherent, and, you know what Fire. I mean? Like, like he, he wrote... his single? Yeah, and he, he wrote that verse, you know what I mean? Like, you could tell when he writes and when he doesn't. But that's, that's why shit thing. fucked me up, because yeah. I just didn't understand that. Like, he had Ninth Wonder Beats, too, but yeah. then he would go on some, like, crazy fucking Waka Flocka type beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't... At first, that shit fucked me up because I didn't understand how, how is it that he could do both? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you're one day going to experiment with doing both? Or do you think that you're just going to stick to what you're... I mean, I was just going to say, even with Fred, man, like we, exper we experimented more with the freestyling thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he might just hit record and I'll just say whatever. Right. Or like we'll keep something from the first, from the first take. You know what I'm saying? Because that's 
that's like the purest that's the purest emotion that you feel from the beat you know right. what I'm saying right that's the first time you hit it so yeah alright with with everything like said and you said that you're working on new tracks um, before we were talking you said that you're basically gonna just release singles from, from this point forward for a, a while at least why is that? Uh, I don't know, man. I just been working with, I've been working with a lot of more producers, mm -hmm. not just the inside camp like we were talking about right. before. I've been reaching out to more people and collaborating with more people, and just getting different sounds. And they're just all dope in their own way. Right. They don't necessarily fit on a project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm just gonna toss out little singles. You know what I'm saying? Right. And how long do you think you're gonna be doing that for? I don't know. Probably like a few months. A few months. I'll do one like once a week. You know what I'm saying? Like I dropped that video on my birthday. Next week I'll drop another song. You know what right. I'm saying? Is there any method to the the madness that you um, put tracks out a certain way, or is there uh, a way that you post on social media and there a way that you do all this stuff? Nah, bro. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. <laughs> no, but that's that's great. <laughs> that's great. I, I think I think when it becomes like, for instance, because I'm trying to run a record label and I'm trying to be business savvy and all this shit like it's like on Tuesday at 6 o'clock that's when you post on Instagram and yeah I'm, I, and I, I, I don't want to want be that to way fucking do, no, but I can't I, I can't either I can't either and I want to be that way too because I know that it's like it's the you way to go to. word but it's like I, I just can't do it like I just I can't personally like I, I'm not posting on Instagram once a day it's just not fucking happening you know what I mean I like, try to find a happy medium you know what I'm saying you see it's like I feel like business makes you fake to yourself. Like it's like it's like you have to become this person that you're not and you have to like like kind of portray that you're different. And I know like there's a lot of people that that on if you saw their Instagram you would think that they're fucking about to blow up Word. or that they're the biggest person in the fucking world and then you meet them in person and you're like, "Oh, you aren't shit," you know? And it's like I don't want to ever become that person that's like flaunting for for instagram or flaunting for twitter or flaunting you've for met anything. those people i have and i don't want to become <laughs> that. weird you know what i mean but those people also some of them like they've kind of figured it out you know what Word. i mean where like people know of them because they're that way mm -hmm. but you know that deep down that's not really who they are but they've gotten a following because of that you know what i mean so it's like how do you how do you kind of stick to who you are and not kind of straight outward and and become that weird uh post once a day and and everything guy like how do you just stay true to yourself i don't know man i just try to keep making dope shit constantly and just not try to think so much about outside influence like what is this person gonna think or what is that person gonna right you know i just try to keep it at home as much as i can you know what i'm saying and then just i don't know it's random no method to my madness it's you seem like you're so comfortable where you, like you seem very comfortable with where you are in music and, and what you're doing. And I feel like a lot of people, like, like I said uh, earlier is like, you're so young and I didn't know how young you were. Like, I'm not much older than you, but I'm also like, how old are you? I'm 25. I'm turning 26 this month, but it's like, I feel like I've just figured these things out where it's like, all right, drop the ego. Like, Word. Mm -hmm. like, become more approachable try just try you know what i mean try to talk to people because like i'm not a i'm not a piece of shit when you actually have a conversation <laughs> with me but i i come off like a piece of shit because i'm just not interested in that type of stuff you know what he was actually having this conversation with me right. recently 
and he was just like, sometimes I just feel fake talking to certain people because I don't have any particular interest in them. Right. But you can't be rude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you find yourself in these life predicaments where you have to interact with other people. Yeah. I was just like, bro, you have to find find a medium with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... How do you figure that out at your age, though? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I I don't don't understand how you've gotten to that. I guess I was always kind of an unapproachable dude. And you seem like you always kind of had a factor of you that was like, I could talk to anyone, which is good. Yeah, I've just always been that person. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, I, I'm the same as you. Like, I'm in a room with people that I don't want to talk to, and I have no interest, and I just don't... I feel trapped in that room. You like, know I don't I mean? give a fuck. If I follow you on social media and we never met in person, I'll walk up to you like, yo, what's good, bro? Yeah. Like, you follow me. Don't play me, bro. <laughs> yeah. People I barely know, I'll be like, yo, what's good? Are they weirded out by that? By I the comfort? Know. Sometimes. Maybe some sometimes. Some people definitely yeah. are. I feel like the comfort, like, like you're such a... You seem like you're so comfortable in your skin, and because of that, that's it makes everything flow more natural. You know Word. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're someone like me who's not necessarily good at networking, not necessarily good at talking to people, you you find yourself in weird situations more often where you just like like you said, like you you kind of feel like like all right, you're having this fake conversation with a, a person, you're not interested in anything that they do, and now you have to kind of figure out how to Word. talk to them and and be cool. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And it's like, as a musician, like, we're very to ourselves. Like, we, our, our ideas are all here. And Absolutely. And they go from here to the recording. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're not the most, like, uh, outgoing or usually. We're not the most outgoing people that, that just, like, we're able to vocalize everything that we feel. And at least for me, I feel like nah, all, all the emotions that I feel, like, people in my family could die, right? And I, I am stone faced throughout the whole death. And oh my I, goodness, I treat bro. it like I treat it like it didn't even fucking happen, right? But then I'll write a song, and that song will tell you everything that I was feeling inside. I feel that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know how to necessarily do that whole like outward and just and just tell you how I feel and all that stuff. And that's what I feel like. That's why I feel the certain the music that I make kind of speaks for that. Like you. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'm always going to say good. You know what I mean? Word. If you see me out and you're like, oh, how's the music going? How you doing? It's good. It's good. You know what I mean? Even if I'm feeling like shit. But if you listen to music, that speaks for it. You know, like that'll tell you how I'm really feeling deep down. And that's where that, that fakeness comes from. Like, I don't know where the conversation leads after you ask, how's the music going? Word. You know, do you still get that? Do people still come up to you all the time? How's the music going? Yeah, of course. Is it fucking annoying as people, shit? <laughs> I guess people are always going to do that. I'm, I just, I'm just starting to realize, like, not everybody is like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not everybody's like, bro, that fucking snare, bro. Like, yeah, the, yeah. that snare choice. Not everyone's like that. People fuck with you at different levels. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know. So I, I just am comfortable yeah. in that way. Speaking with people at all levels. Whether you're like my biggest fan or you just like follow me on Instagram. Right. No, that's great. And that's going to help you a lot in music and just in business too. Like I was ta- I was talking to you when you had that uh, event and I was telling you that you should make nice foods like a legit business. Have you yes. looked into that? I looked into it. I actually went onto the website that, we- that you told me about, right. but I haven't done it. But I've been talking about that with him because the whole tax return... Yeah, bullshit and it's, all that. It's a lot of it's a lot of like it's not a lot of work. It's a lot of just keeping all your receipts and you know and just making sure that because realistically, 
like a if you start an LLC, they're not gonna go after you for fucking tax evasion over right. five ten thousand dollars. You know what I mean? That, that's for people that are stealing like millions from the government. Right. <laughs> like you know, they're not gonna be like Freddie Stone, that that rapper that has a has nice food records. Word. You know, we got to go after him. But it just, I feel like when I did the LLC, it kicked shit into gear where I'm like, all right, now this shit is fucking real. Gotta take it you know more serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this shit is serious, and that's why I'm saying like. Like when we were outside that event and I was telling you, you should do that is because I know how it's going to make things like it, even though nothing really changes in terms of your everyday life, it feels different when you start, when you actually have a business yeah, to yourself you and you can tell, because yo, realistically, like I could walk up to people and say that I'm actually a business owner Word. and that feels fucking great because it's like coming up, you never think that that's even possible. Word, man. Yeah. I used to read books like when I was younger about record labels and how to own a record label, how to start a record label. And it's like, it's not as hard as, as people make it sound, you know what I mean? Like, and it feels good to, to be a grown up and actually have a business. And, and I feel like nice foods could be something, you know what I mean? I feel like you guys, like, I feel like your, your ear and your taste and the music that gravitates toward you, whether it be Sham, whether it be Ramos, whether like all those people that, whether or not people, because because this is a, there's two things with you, right? Everyone around you has the same sound, but I'm sure or similar sound where it just flows together. But there's also a creativity that you guys have, and with creativity, there's a lot of clash. Word, you know what I mean? So that's where you're gonna have to kind of figure out the happy medium. Sure. If you if you have and and are you gonna be able to run a label and have everyone on board with the fact that you're the the label owner? That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm really the sole proprietor right now, you know what I right, mean? Right, right. Like and, um, I don't know. There's not really I have my homie Metatron, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's really the only one that's like but it's really anybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just wanna put out anybody's music. Right. But it's just like you said, we just have to be willing. Cause that was the that was the whole issue with, with bad rep. Like when sure. I was when I was part of that it was like once i wanted to make things legit like no one was cool with that you know Word. what i mean everyone was kind of like well why is it your fucking business it's not your business and i was like all right so i'll just i'll go and make something else then you know what I mean? like, yeah i mean i totally get that i totally get that you know what i mean you have to get people that are just team players like ramos you have to get people that are like that because they they understand the bigger picture more than they understand the small time like like, yo, realistically, even if I made, if I was to make Bad Rep, and this is not, I'm not trying to, like, talk down, right? But if, if I was to make Bad Rep a legitimate business, I don't give a fuck who says they're CEO. I just don't. You exactly. know what I mean? I don't care about that. Like, that, that type of it's shit about doesn't, the brand doesn't fucking bother at the me. End yeah, of the right, day. right, right, right. As long to, as everyone gets to eat. Exactly. I'm trying to make things kind of expand and make things bigger for everyone, you know? But, like, that label, that doesn't really mean anything to me. Like, I'm the CEO of Mellow Wave, but, like, if one of my artists had a problem with it and someone else wanted to be the CEO of Mellow Wave. Even if I paid for the... Dude, whatever you want to do. I want to be the silent partner anyway. Like, I didn't get in this to be the fucking... the face of the brand. You I just want to win. Right. And however we have to do that. Word. You know? So, I feel like you could... I feel like Nice Foods could really fucking be something. I feel like you just need to find a way to explain that to people in a way that they're able to accept. You know? Word. And if you can do that... I really think you have something like great, you know, 
Thank you, man. And I, I feel like if you guys keep on going with how you've been going and making the music that you're making, it's fucking inevitable. I mean, you said is. it earlier. You, you, you get it. You know what I'm saying? You get exactly what we're going for. 100%. So, like, that's all it's about. You know what I'm saying? Just finding people that are like-minded like us. Because I know there's other people like us. Right. You just, yeah, it's, it's that one person as, at a time. Dude. Right. And as small as the world is, it's also fucking huge. And there's a lot of people and you have to navigate through a lot of people to find like one person that mm-hmm. actually yep. gets it. You know, I'm lucky enough to have like found people that, that just get, they have their eyes on the prize and they kind of get where we're going with shit. So it's easier to, to be around them. And if they don't get it, we kind of just let them, it kind of sifts its way out. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. But if you could figure that out, I feel like you guys really have the sound you have the the look you have every everything that you need to be a rapper you know or be a hip-hop artist like you guys have every part of that and it's like there's no difference between the only the only difference between you and like a joey badass and pro era or like one of those like brands that that made it is the people like the people that need to listen like you need the following but as far as everything goes if if you had that one video that blew up word there's not like something that you would need to change to make your shit sound any better you know what i mean like you have it it's just a matter of now people finding you so as far as as far as like marketing or promotion like if you can find one way to to really like get your shit out there and show people your shit like i'm guaranteeing that if people catch your music, you're going to be huge. You know? Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I, I, and I agree with you 100%. Like, up to this point in time, I feel like I've just been sharpening my skills. You know what I'm right. saying? But now I feel like I'm at the point where I understand a certain amount of things. And I, I totally agree with you. Do you think you put your 10,000 hours in? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who, or who can keep track? Fourth grade. <laughs> right. I don't know. I th- possibly. Yeah, I think you have. And... Are you, last question, are you still in love with hip-hop the same way you were in love with it when you were in fourth grade? Absolutely, man. Yeah? I listen to beats all the time, and they just make me cry. (laughs) All the time. I'll be skating, and I'll listen to a beat in my headphones, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. It's the same thing from when I was in the fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like you hear something, and it's like, fuck. Yeah. I want to make people feel like that. Are you still in love with Hip Hop Ramos? Yeah, of course. Same way? Same way. Yeah. Since I was a kid, yeah. You have, like, you have to find new ways to stay interested. You know what I'm yes. saying? You you always hear a new sound that like triggers something. I'm like, oh, shit. It, bro. It's like a marriage. This shit's not just going to work. Right. You have to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to keep working towards it. It's just not going to... You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it will stagnate at some point, but exactly. you got to find ways to make it new. You have to you keep know? loving it. Exactly. Right, right. Okay, dope. That's dope. Um, I want to thank you guys both for coming. Yo, thank you, man, Word, for having thank us. You. I this is dope. hope to hear all your new songs out. I really do. Like, I'm not just someone Likewise. who knows of you guys. Like, I'm I'm an actual fan. You know what I mean? It's like it's hard for people to to know someone and also say that they're a fan of someone. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. you I see that agree. all the time. You know or, what I mean? Where like people are like they're friends, so they can't be a fan. Like they're just mm-hmm. that's your friend. Like, no matter if if we become friends, if it stays business or music, like, 
I'm a fan of you guys, and I really do like every time you guys drop a song or drop a tape or whatever. I'm I'm really looking for it. You know what Appreciate I mean? Appreciate you, man. And I want you guys to to know that anytime you want an interview or anytime that we do an event, like you guys are on that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you guys, so. you guys could come back anytime. You could come back if you want to use the studio to record or use the studio to make beats. You know what I mean? You guys could come back anytime and, and do your thing. I know I live far. So it's, a little, <laughs> yeah, it's a little shitty, but uh, but I really do appreciate you guys for coming, and uh, we'll do this again. Yo, thank you for copying the Fredman tape too, man. Of course. For real, like that shit. Means you know what's a lot, funny you know is what that the the guy. Who was selling them? It, I had every intention of buying <laughs> home home records. Home you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And, and I had every intention of buying one already. Like I, I was already prepared to buy one. And he was like, "Yo, you over there? You buy one." And I'm like, "All right, now that you fucking yeah, put me on the spot, spot. Like, like, that's my like, fucking it. dude, no, bro." No, that was dope. But I was like, I was like, I was gonna buy one anyway. You know? But yeah, dude. Yo, I love that about him, man. Shouts to Home Records. He yeah. he's always putting people onto me. Like whenever people go in there, he's like, "Bro." You guys from Garfield, you know this guy, Freddie, you you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, dog. And there's not small businesses like that that really... Exactly, dude. Like, uh, exactly. I just love going there and helping him support. Same way you bought my tape, it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit just helps me eat, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. And I understand the grind. A lot of people don't get it. Like, like to them, it's just a tape, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. I understand Mm -hmm. what it takes to make that tape and what it takes to actually, like... Like, Like we press some shits ourselves, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got all the individual pieces and put it all together ourselves. And it's like, dog, I don't have a tape deck, but... I'm I'm gonna buy that exactly. Tape. You know what I mean? Like, I have Spotify. I can listen to the album on Spotify. But to own that, because yo, my my idea of owning that is like, it's owning history. Really. Exactly, bro. That's and that's mm-hmm. what people don't get because they still see it as like a small like a small scale thing. But it's not. You know what I mean? Because it's like, at some point, Jay was pushing fucking uh, tapes. Yeah, out. dog. You know what I mean? And he it's, was the only artist on Rockefeller. Right. You know what I'm saying? At some point, Nas was was putting tapes out. Like, Hell like yeah, all dog. these people had had that tape before they were big and kids, for, they really failed to, to recognize that. Yep, that like, everyone is small at some point. It's the mystification, again, you know? of the industry. But it's like, there's beauty in that and that's why like, me copying that, I think, what was the, the album, the cost of the album? It was like 10 bucks? 10 bucks. Me copying that for 10 bucks, like that's, that's nothing in comparison to what it, it can be worth. You Work, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and not in terms of like, like oh, Freddie Stone just blew up. Let me sell this on eBay type shit. I'm talking about like actual like sentimental value. Like, and, yo, I got this. I right. was there and I copped this shit. I was there the, the day that this, this dropped. I was Work. there when this happened. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what I'm more into it for. Like, I'm not into it for the, the whole like, I hope he blows up one day. So this could be and a us fucking too, thousand bro. dollars. It's, it's like, not nah. like we're making money off it. You know what I'm saying? Right. If anything, we break even on anything. But it's just right. about putting that shit out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And making something for there to be history about. Yeah. Or else no one else is going to do it for us. Right. You got to do everything yourself. And that's the best way to go about it. You do, like we said earlier, you do things yourself and you're able to do it how you want it. You know what I mean? You're able to, whether it's the visuals, whether it's, you know what I mean? You're just able to kind of create what you want to create. And once you remove that creative aspect and you're making shit for other people, it's like, that's when you're losing yourself. That's when I learned, like, I was constantly overthinking, like, maybe I won't put this out because what would this person think? What would this person think? I just don't care anymore. You know it's what I'm weird. saying? And it's if you never put it out, no one's ever going to buy it. That's right. the thing. Right. If you're too scared to try, then nothing is ever going to happen. It's also a weird small town thing where, where we, we come from these small areas where we're like, if these 40 people that we know don't like it, 
how can I make it? Word. And it's like it's like those forty people in the grand scheme of things. If you think about the seven billion people on this earth, like what do those forty people really fucking mean? Like because there's probably someone across the people. world who fucks with you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I always say my high school, I went to Beckton, my high school has four hundred people in it. Like if all four hundred people listen to my song, there'd be four hundred plays on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wouldn't help me much. Word. You know what I mean? If they listen to it twice, there'd be eight hundred plays. Like it wouldn't help me. So it's like you have to think outside the box and you have to understand that like you might have a fan base in fucking Greece. Word. You might it's like there's so many areas on this earth that you can have fans and it's like we gotta stop thinking that our town is where it starts because that's not where it starts. Like it could start there's there's a kid in fucking Vegas that hits me up sometimes and he's always like, yo, when you putting out a new, you know, and I, I enjoy that because I'm like, yo, even though you're just you and you're in Vegas by yourself, the fact that you really care enough Hell yeah, to, to wonder when I'm putting out music that really like I actually appreciate that. And I think more people need to understand that, like, we actually we work better when you let us know that you actually enjoy the stuff like like you can go and play it every day. And you could think that, like, an, an artist is, like, too big for you to, like, message them and be like, Word. yo, I really fuck with this. But, like, that shit means everything. When someone yeah. hits us up, like, yeah. most random people will hit me up and just be like, yo, I really like this new song. Thank you. Because now I want to make another song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me Before you day. said that, I was just Word. like, I don't know if I want to make music anymore. And then you hit me up and, and it was perfect. You know what I mean? Like, someone hits you up and they're just like, yo, I really mess with this. Then it's like, all right, cool. Now I'm going to go back to the lab. So... I want people to uh, at home just recognize that like if and I'm not saying to support all artists if their music is not good you don't have to support them (laughs) like I understand that like you could support them but like it doesn't have to be like to the degree of supporting someone that you actually like their music because that comes off fake too but if you know someone and their music is something that you actually enjoy listening to, uh, to excuse me let them know. You know what I mean? Let them know, and they're trust me, they're gonna appreciate that more. They're gonna work harder because of it, and and it's like you holding it back is not doing any good for anyone. You know, cop a t shirt, cop a t shirt, cop a t shirt. What's the website that they could cop t shirts? Nicefoodrecords.bigcartel.com. We got t shirts on there. Okay, t shirts on there. Can they still uh, cop? Tapes are the they tapes are on there. The Fredman tapes are on there. The Plus vinyl. the variant cover. We got vinyl out. You know what I'm saying for the forty dimes. I put out a forty dimes single. That's the, that's the question that I'm missing. You did forty dimes. You did a mix yourself. You did. I, I saw that the instrumental was on there. It was very old school vibe. Word. But you also worked with Thelonious Martin, right? Yes. And how did that come about? I just hit him up, bro. I just hit him up. Yeah. Like I fuck with you, and I cop some beats from him. Nice. Word, bro. He's dope as fuck. I just been wanted dope. to work with him. Yeah, I've I've been listening to his beats probably for the last like four years. Word, bro. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it was a no brainer for me, like. Right. And it was that easy to contact and and get in touch and. I mean, like you just said, man. You might you never know unless right. you do it. You might think, I don't know. I might not hit this person up, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, th- crazy things happen all the time, especially in this industry. It's very. Like I, like I said earlier, it's a very small world when it comes to like artists. Like you don't think that you're, for instance, like you could want a feature from someone. And you think you're you're hitting up their manager, but you're talking directly to the artist that Word. you want to feature mm-hmm. from. And it's so weird. Like you have an email thread with this guy who you listen to all exactly, the time. Exactly, bro. You know like I, I mean? just hit him up and he just hit me back. Like it was right. just him. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I appreciate that. He worked with me on the prices and everything. That's it was real fucking cool. Yeah. And that's another thing that. that that I want kids to understand. Like when you work with someone. 
there's a price to it. Hell yeah. Very often. Like, it's not like you, because I know people are going to, because I have certain kids that listen to this podcast and I, I think that they kind of are getting used to hip hop and like how to navigate hip hop. And it's like, don't be discouraged if you hit someone up and they give you a price. That's how hip hop works. Yeah, man. And you can't be you can't be like thrown off by that or hurt by that because if you're gonna be hurt by that, you're gonna be hurt by everyone. Exactly. You know? Like like if you want to work with a dope producer, that comes with a price. If you want to work with a dope uh, rapper, that comes with a price. You know. And I just want people to kind of understand that. And I'm glad you said that because that's like a a good point for people to really get. Yeah, man. And if you really fuck with the artist, you should have no problem right. paying their fee if right. you genuinely fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I mean. I think more or less what it comes down to a lot of the time is is the and it, and I think a lot of artists get like hurt by or not not hurt but like if if someone hits them up for instance I see people on Twitter like complain about this where someone will hit them up for a feature price and they say a price that's way too high and then the person like doesn't answer back but it's like for you artists out there like if you put a price that's way too high and someone didn't hit you back like they probably don't have that amount, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like, cause that's, that's another thing that's like happened to me in the past where I've hit up artists that I really like and they're like, Oh, it's uh two thousand dollars for a verse. And it's like, yeah, I pay, Jesus I pay half Christ. that for my rent. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I can't throw you $2,000 for a verse, but I, I get that aspect Word. of it. You know what I mean? Um, so they can cop that vinyl. How many vinyls did you press? I only pressed 10, so nice. they're very limited. That's awesome, though. But people are actually copping them, so yeah. it feels good. I, I want to cop one. Um, and uh, where um, where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, At Not Freddie Stone everywhere. Not Freddie Stone's on Twitter as well? Yes, sir. Okay, and, and you still have music out on SoundCloud? Yeah, I still have music out on SoundCloud. You're on Spotify? Spotify, all Apple Music, all that title. Awesome. Ramos, um, where can they find you? Me, I'm at Ramos himself. Everywhere. Okay, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening to another episode. I will um, be back next week. um, And uh, I appreciate you guys. Yo, thank you, bro. Work. Peace out.